This is Almost 20 Questions with Fresh Baked Cookies, powered by Cookberry Entertainment. Cookies. I'm your host, Frank Perry. We got my co-host, B. What up? I'm Jinko. What up? And today we have a guest. He goes by the name Bionic. What's up, Fresh Baked Cookies? How y'all doing? Where, uh, where are you from? I am a Minneapolis, uh, born and raised, well not quite. I was born in New Jersey, but I moved here when I was like couple months old so Minneapolis born and raised producer traveled all around the crazy world and came back here and I'm trying to do all original electronic like future bass music live is kind of my focus and I've been producing for artists for lots and lots of years but right now I'm doing this live madness live that's awesome man so what was it like growing up for you uh, what was it like growing up for me? Twin Cities was was pretty good in a lot of ways, um, but um, you know I grew up pretty much raised by a single parent, and uh, that would turned out to be a big advantage later in life, having uh, exposure to lots of different situations because I was running around on my own a lot and had to navigate the universe but Minneapolis was good and uh yeah growing up was was proper in the Twin Cities man nice nice in music what are your main influences my main influences um you know last week we got to talk a little bit and uh I I would say this over and over again when somebody asked me that I would say probably reggae is one of my number one influences and awesome that's a huge part of hip-hop a huge part of trap music a huge part of roots uh, yeah i mean it's just connected all over the place hard bass and hard drums is kind of what my major influence is that's awesome man yeah definitely what uh you know who or what is like your dream collaboration people to collaborate with so i'm somewhere between like uh Quincy Jones and a Bleep Bloop. Yeah. Bleep Bloop, nice. Um, I've, I've been Quincy a, Jones, go. I'm big fans of both of them. Obviously, <clears throat> Quincy for much longer, but uh, but I've seen Bleep Bloop live maybe, I don't know, 10, 12 times. Awesome. And watched them come up um, and am just super into the whole mod synth um, infusion into the electronic world right. and it's not just bug music anymore it's like they're using the Eurorack stuff to make really incredible arrangements and, yeah amazing sounds and textures yeah. and stuff so somewhere between those two mad scientists probably that's awesome nice collabo yeah. you know actually I think what we need to do is get a you know we should get a little sample of something that you know a little bit of your music going here yeah, um, so this is, because I know you're going to do your thing, so... Uh, yeah. Um, this th- this is... Uh, yeah, so here's something from my new EP that's unreleased that'll maybe be Dope. a good picture of what my music is like and the madness that it is, so... Yeah, awesome. I think it'd be a great... great. Let's paint a picture for, for you know, the people. Yeah. 
I, put him, it on, some, him and some hearing some of your stuff, man, it just it blew my mind. You know, like to sit in a room and just be like, oh, this dude's got a great resume. You know, but I've heard people like that before, but then to hear their music, this guy's got fire. So I think we for need real, we need real. we need to show us like you know the audience like yeah. a bit of this stuff. What's your uh, favorite show you've ever played? My favorite show? And what's your favorite venue to play at? Um, my favorite venue to play at? There's so many to choose from, man. Uh, it, I mean, I guess I would start at home in Minneapolis and say, you know, of course, First Ave, Main Room is super dope place That's to dope. play. But I think the dopest show I've ever played was at uh, Backwoods Festival awesome, um, two years ago, and uh, there was this giant pyrotechnic sculpture that shot 
flames out of a metal flower in a dragon's Crazy. mouth. Like every time, awesome. every time, <laughs> every time my music dropped, it was like no way. <laughs> what? Um, that was probably the most fun. And like, I don't know, you know, you if you do shows, you know, sometimes the momentum's right and the timing and you just catch people yep. and sometimes it doesn't go like that and this was just a time where we You're were all it. we were all together for that hour nice. and everybody was just totally into Moving. everything that was going on it was like uh, it was like a semi-religious experience kind of with, nice. the, with the flames that's exploding everywhere it was that's like, crazy yes. it's like one of those things you see on a video and it's just like totally I want to do that someday and my nine-year-old son and my wife <laughs> came with and I got to be one of the one of the a holes that uh, had his family on the back of the golf cart getting That's taken awesome. to the stage, <laughs> which is kind of like a dream. I don't want fame. I don't want any of that. I want my 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 ride to the stage with my kid on the back of the golf That's cart. Cool, you know? <laughs> That's super cool. You know, one of uh, I love this question. This is one of my favorites. Is uh, what's you know one of your guilty pleasures with music? You know, listening to music, something that you know hearing about. You know, your reggae background, stuff like that. That people wouldn't expect. Uh, yeah, I guess it might be that I listen to weird music that people wouldn't wouldn't uh, think I listen to if they heard heard my stuff, um, such as like a bluegrass or something. Okay. Because yeah. um, I'm just into the rawness of that, and yeah. the uh, you know, if it's raw, I pretty much am gonna be into it. It could be soca music. It could be. Um, you know, you know, African, South African embedded guitar or something, or R and B or whatever. We just had a couple homies show up in studio. Hey, hey, what up? What up, man? Um, but yeah, probably that um, my musical tastes are are as scattered as my own kind of music. Is. That's awesome, though. Yeah. By like a, like a vast range of music is what you like. So. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. So, what do you do outside of music? Uh, I do a lot, man, um, uh, to try to keep my compulsions uh, in check. I do, I draw and I do airbrushing um, for years and uh, I read a lot. And what's your, what's your book right now? My book right now is this Zora Hurston book. I don't know if y'all ever heard of her, but... She's just one of these dope uh, black authors from the U.S. that nobody ever heard about until long after she was gone. she was gone. But uh, it's a book about Jamaica called "Tell My Horse." That's I mean, imagine what Jamaica was like for a black American in like you know the 30s and 40s or oh, something. Yeah. It was a totally different experience than than any other time for anyone white or black. You know, to yeah, go right. there as a black American and experience Jamaica and Haiti and stuff. So, Anyway, crazy. That's, that's what I do. Yeah, that's what I do in my outside time, and uh, I like to cook, and I like to spend time with my with my people, my family. And, that's good. Yeah. That's what's up. Uh, you know what's uh what kind of gear are you kind of using right now? Favorite type of gear? Yeah. Oh, what's your yeah. favorite gear in your studio? Boom, Ableton. You want? I mean, yeah. Right. Don't right. ask me. Awesome. <laughs> I'm a convert. I was on Pro Tools for like 15 years and uh, swore by it and Pro Tools. Re- resisted moving to Ableton for quality reasons, I thought. But um, after uh, being exposed to this great place, Slam Academy in nice. East Minneapolis here, um, 
I took a course there, and the next thing you know, I'm teaching there. And awesome, dude. It's just like uh, Ableton is the tool I would push to any producer, musician, songwriter, hands down. It's your fastest workflow to get what yeah. you're looking for. Nice. Yeah. And then um, I got all kinds of analog instruments, Moogs, and I have a, nice. a Nord lead and some uh, Akai toys, and I have lots of old school stuff. I'm kind of a... You the push? Um, I don't have a push. I'm more yeah. of um, I'm one of those people that like really digest a piece of gear one at a time. Like right, right now, on. since I've switched to Ableton six months ago, I haven't plugged in a keyboard to my rig and I've been made hundreds of tracks since then I'm just using the keypad the keypad the keyboard. Yeah. and that's lots like, of I, producers I did that do for that. a while too and I, I kind of like it you know it's, I mean the thing is, is I'm not a classically trained piano player so I don't need two octaves of fingering to. Uh, it's actually helpful I can play a triad and then play the octave or you know uh, invert the chord or do all those different things while I'm sitting on an airplane um, you know on a long distance flight or something instead Pro Tools you're locked in the studio with uh, 150 pounds of gear that can't be moved and you have to have power from everywhere and it's you know what I mean it's like the world has changed and Ableton is is where it's at yeah for sure use all yeah. your toys and your analog so we stuff. mixed down in for the show here awesome yeah it's awesome uh, what's your the story behind your stage name? Yeah, so I didn't want it and I didn't like it, um, but it's grown on me for sure. Bionic, well, I was in the studio with this rapper named uh, Griffin, Griffin the MC. Uh, and, and I mentioned this to you before, Frankie, that uh, he got discovered on Twitter by Scarface from the Ghetto Boys. Nice. And, That's uh, crazy. And, and yeah. by the way, Scarface is a real cool person and a uh, talented dude also. But um, right? I was in the studio with Griffin, and he was like, man, you're like part machine and part man. You're like bionic. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, and no. <laughs> everybody in the room was like, That's it. Yeah. it is. You don't like it. That's your name. It's, it's, it so. sticks. And now, you know, uh, I don't know if y'all know who Mux Mool is. Um, he's a, Hell yeah. yeah so Mux Mool's dope. Mux is a dope dude. Um, I met him on tour a couple years ago. And we have a mutual friend, King Otto, DJ King Otto from town here. But uh, Mux said to me, um, I, we were hanging out one day and somebody came up and I'm like, yeah, Bionic. And somebody else came up and I was like, Stefan. And then he was like, hey, hey superhero names only man <laughs> he's like what, what are you doing you're trying to confuse doing? people and shit yeah. and he's like plus I only want to hang out with superheroes so you know oh, that's dope and I, I like was that. like we're, we're that's that what's works. up yeah. Mux is a cool dude appropriately crass somehow he tolerated yeah. me for um, for a whole day and, and acted like I was actually uh, an okay person so cool, that, that counted for something for nice. me because yeah. he's definitely a cool dude I think, you know, like, one of the things I want to kind of get you to list off, I've, I've heard your resume, man. Some of the, the people you've worked yeah, with. Yeah, let's talk about who you worked I mean, with. Seriously, that, that really is amazing. Because the last time you were in, you, 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 I mean, you've really uh, worked with a, a wide variety of talented artists. I'm just really lucky and super um, driven to be around people that are better than me well That's i mean good. for, for what, what, what the thing is is that the people that you've worked with are, are really talented artists and to hear that it's, it is you're blessed it's, it's a blessing to be able to do those things to be able to work with Hell people yeah. like that and i mean those experiences 
guys like us are like, man, if we got that once in a lifetime, it'd be for like, sure. for real. I, well, to I hear totally about it is, that. you know, it is. It's yeah. something that, that we appreciate that we can sit in a room and be able to pick your brain of like, man, you worked with different people. Yeah. And the thing Respect. is, it's not even just like, man, I worked with 10 people in the electronic music industry. Nah, man, you're over the board. And that's, that's sick. That's a respect thing. So, you know, we'd love to hear about that. Yeah, man. Um, well, so I got a job in a studio as a youngster getting lunches and... Yeah, uh, the, the lunch boy, huh? Emptying trash cans and stuff. Nice. And then uh, somebody didn't show up for an assistant engineer gig one night, and I was thrown in and ended up making it through, and that's kind of... Then nice. I was an assistant, and then I was an engineer, and as through the course of that, I got to work with electronic people... Um, and uh, blues people, jazz nice. people, That's rock awesome. people, yeah. hip hop people, R and B people. Um, some of some of the people I was lucky enough to be in the studio with would be like R. Kelly, Aaliyah. I was involved as nice. Um, my mentor was the guy who kind of oversaw the recording and production for those records, Born into the '90s, Twelve Play, and Back and Forth. Oh, cool. And then um, blues people, I've worked with like James Cotton and Junior Wells and the Kinsey Report, Big Daddy Kinsey, and nice. um, then our rock people, I've worked with Cheap Trick, and, um, Jeez. and <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. And, Smashing Pumpkins, and I, I was in a, I was the assistant on the Melancholy Moon record for part of that. And, wow, and then that's I a also, big, that's a great album, man. That is a great album. And, you know, Albini did that, Steve Albini did that record, the Nirvana engineer, famous engineer. Okay. It was cool to sit and watch him methodically do his thing um, yep. and put put that sound. That was the first time I ever saw a guitar get molted 20 times. Like, oh, wow. The same really? guitar part. And then actually, like, change the microphone positioning every couple takes on the cabinet and change the tone setting on the guitar and then play four more like that and then play four more with a different setting and four more with a different and then blend all those stacks together to make the kind of modern wall wow. sound for guitar. Oh, you know, wow. he pioneered that, really. You know, that that sound is an Albini kind of thing. And then I moved on to go to L.A. This was all in Chicago. Then I moved to L.A. and uh, was lucky enough to be in the studio with Ice-T and yeah, uh, Too Short, RBX, Damn. Vol- Volume 10, AC Alone, uh, Freestyle Fellowship People, and then MC Light and um, anybody, you know, I'm like a, I'm like, like I was saying before, I'm kind of like a virus or like a cold or something. I like <laughs> all over the I place. I go in there and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, your beats are good. Okay, Little let's Wayne do learned. Okay, yeah. Like, Little right. Wayne learned off him. He's, he was sleeping on couches in studios before Wayne was. So. Oh man, <laughs> it's just that's you know, if you're persistent enough, then people when they need when they need something, then it it comes up, and then you try to just. You be, produce. You just try to make it happen and Come through with be it, ready, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, like Cool Keith or something. I worked with him totally randomly. That's awesome. Because I went to a show of his and his instant replay machine that they were using to run the show. Uh, the fuse broke and they had literally had no backup cut master Kurt and they were freaking out and my friend was there and I held up a CD and Cool Keith ended up rocking the whole set 
to my CD, Sound Unheard, had Cutmaster Kurt put oh, the wow. CD on and press play for seven songs to a full packed house in Long Beach, and then afterwards it's like, we could work, dude. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, and that sick, was like man. one of the shining moments of my young hip-hop careers to stand backstage and watch Cool Keith rock sex style over one of my songs to like a That's awesome, man. That's, that's <laughs> iconic, man. That's so, like... Uh, what would you say is was that like the defining moment in your music career? Or, I hope not. <laughs> or, like, what's your defining moment like when you were like when you came across like a threshold oh. of knowing like knowing that like this was something that you you'd worked really hard at and it's like whoa the real moment of realization I guess got you. So I mean, there was lots of uh, moments as a kid when I thought music was my thing, but then. Uh, when I was like uh, 19, this Scottish artist named John Martin, who you know you've probably never heard of because nope, he's huge in the UK and he's done okay. like 30 albums. He just passed away a couple years ago. He was the only white artist signed to Island Records for like a long time. Chris Blackwell was his manager. Oh wow! And, and if, that, okay. if you know who Chris Blackwell is, then you know that this guy probably made money off record his songs because Chris Blackwell is no. He wasn't just, like, doing deals with anybody, you know what I okay. mean? Okay. But, so anyway, I assisted on this dude's record, and I asked him if I could sample some sounds off of his tapes, and he went, do whatever you want, because he was a real cool dude. He's, like, this 50-year-old Scottish dude. <laughs> He's like, do whatever you want, mate. And, and then, so I did, like, a hip-hop remix of one of his songs, and I sent it to him, and he called me one night in the middle of the night and was like, you, will you come produce a record for me? And I was like... What, I, in the middle of the night? Well, because for him, it was like... Oh, okay, I, oh, okay. And, yeah. okay, I like get it. eight hours difference there. Didn't, um, didn't think of that. And I was like, I never produced a record before. And he was like, well, this will be your first one. Wow. And so then he flew me to Scotland with my MPC-60 under my arm. Beautiful. And, and, and in a shed out in the countryside outside of Glasgow, I made a record for this dude and... Phil Collins played drums on one of the songs. What? Oh, wow. Um, That's huge, um, dude. Aaron Amun from Peter Gabriel's band played on wow. it. And, uh, wow. Um, John Giblin from Simple Minds. That's you know, cool. Don't you yeah. The wow. bass player yeah. from that played right. on this record. That's sick. And I'm just this little kid, like, wide-eyed, building these tracks in an MPC and having these people play on top of it. That's how big this dude is here. They're like, John, who, like, right. when I was there, um, when I was at his house, David Gilmore called. Oh my what? god. From Pink Floyd. Yeah. That's pretty big and then deal. Another time, fucking, uh, what's his name? Um, who's the Irish, um, uh, huge, Van Morrison called one time oh, wow. too when I was there. Oh, is what? John there? Can I speak to John, please? I'm like, who's that? Van Morrison. <laughs> oh, I was like, dude. get the fuck what? John. Uh, yeah, hold on. So, defining moment, this dude told me I was a producer and I didn't even know it. He was like, what? All right. He's like, I don't know I anything it. about hip hop. Teach me. You totally are a producer. So, there's your long answer so that's awesome. amazing oh, dude that's, that's a great story yeah, that's a huge <laughs> thank you yeah, for yeah, dropping that knowledge totally definitely like following that up man you gotta give you know some aspiring artists some, some advice you yeah know, what's your advice to yeah. someone like just start now getting in the game like that doesn't quite have a direction or whatever <clears> you know okay well needed to know here's your direction is just you need to make the art that you do a lot I mean if you create 50 songs you will be so much further ahead than a lot of people who are musicians and are creators, are producers. If you can actually make 50 paintings, 50 stories, yeah. 50 All right, 50. Whatever, 50 is your magic number. Then 
you forget all that and you start again. It's repetitive nature. Yeah. And then you're yeah. like, I mean, you just keep going, huh? The more you do, the better. And the okay. more you're out there, the more people will find you and know what you do. That's my advice. I feel you. Quantity is its own exposure. Bond. Yeah, I like yeah. that. That's great. That's great advice. If you could go back and change one thing from your music career, what would that be? Um, you know, I don't know if I would change anything, man, actually. Um, Dope. Everything was like, you know, everything was for a reason. And everything there, happens for a reason. There is things I would laugh about and say maybe that I, I wish I wouldn't have seen or I wish I wouldn't have had to clean up this <laughs> condom or whatever. Oh, what? But, oh, um, no. But, Going you know, into a studio and it's like, oh, I might man. change those things. But I got to wear gloves today. <laughs> oh, dude. But the, the musical career, Nasty. I feel totally, I really think you're, what your definition of success is has a lot to do with how happy you are in anything you do. And I just always wanted to make music. That was it. Yeah. And I make music every day for the past 20 years. That's my job and um, nice. I feel super lucky to be able to do that so I don't know I don't think I would change anything man you know That's... this morning maybe I should have put on a different pair of socks but... oh yeah the blue ones instead <laughs> of the green yeah. no I'm I'm good where I'm at though man awesome. awesome you know what's your what's your next move then what's your you know kind of your next step with this it's just a slow burn man you know you just um you just keep putting out music just like i just said i have to follow my own advice um i put out four albums last year one with laser beak one with manchita nice. a solo record and then a whole record's worth of remixes with a bunch of people from the west coast and this year i'm trying to trying to double my quota trying to. and just uh new people um collabing with a lot of new artists and new uh new faces and just trying to grow and keep learning man that's 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 what's next for me you nice. know yeah where can you be found on social media homie so i'm bionic with a k at so how, spell that out i mean we're working with generation that maybe doesn't have that attention span generation two b-i-o-n-i-k bionic and my name is stefan taylor so if you look no. up bionic and you see stefan taylor around it you will find any and all of my links on soundcloud bandcamp facebook twitter and instagram and the like so yeah man i actually did that last time and i was just like yeah. Are you on Snapchat? Right, this, dude, this dude's for real. So yeah, it's cool, man. No, that's awesome. And you know, one of yeah. Are you on any other things like Instagram? I'm on yeah, Instagram. He's, on, he's on Instagram. For I don't sure. do Snapchat we follow him. because Snapchat's uh, for dirty hookers anyway. So, like, I'm <laughs> glad you don't think you get yourself in trouble on Snapchat. <laughs> and twelve year olds. But, yeah, that's um, yeah, yeah. Thirteen. I just year old cheerleaders. I don't have time for anything that doesn't relate to something creative. Um, and I feel like that isn't really my medium. Instagram. I'm kind of a closet it photog and instagram is a way i can get get that off but i like that he said that yeah. he's a closet photog I'm so, i've been yeah. trying to figure out a way to like describe myself in that way now i got a what, word like, what I you like that means you like taking pictures yeah, photography yeah man okay. like find beautiful, beautiful i get it i like, and I like pictures it. and videos and all that yeah, media you know, like create you're a creator yeah, you're yeah. a creator and yeah. like i take a picture and my wife's like 
let me take a picture. And then she's like, why does your picture look so much better? Like, because yeah, yeah, yeah. of the way Because the way you frame it, man. It's funny. How about upcoming shows, man? Let's let's hear about what you got coming up. Um, anything that you also anything, man. Throw some stuff out there that you know. Shameless self promotion. Shameless self promotion. Don't fart in the microphone. Plug. What's a plug? No, yeah. Don't uh, fart in the microphone. Yeah, yeah. So I got some remixes coming out with this dope rapper from uh, down south named Jay French. He's Kanye's cousin. Okay. And he's a really really talented MC. Me and my friend El Diablo from Oakland did uh, the remixes, and they're on a compilation record that's coming out. And then Manchita, who is from Girl Party here in Minneapolis, yeah. she and I are doing a dope show at Kaufman Union at the Hole coming up on the 29th of this month. Nice. And uh, with Minnesota is the oh, headliner. is dope. And he's a, he's a dope dude too, and it's just us, um, and that's going to be really good. And then um, yeah, I'm just like I said, I'm trying to push my. New, I have a new EP I'm working on that I want to complete and get out, and uh, anything else that comes along. Oh, and then another local artist named Jay So Creative who just won the uh, Shut Up and Rap um, finale that the Go nice. the Go the Go yeah. puts on. My yeah. ho- my homie Sophia and Augie, they're both really great. Um, she just won, and so I stepped in like, "Hey, want to do a song?" Hey, yeah. how are you? And then it, um, we did a song, and it's really, really dope. And I'm looking forward to that drop. And nice. so, and then That's whatever awesome. else comes up, man. How about shows, man? You, you playing out where we can get some people to come see you soon? Yeah. So I'm just trying to line stuff up for the summer right now. Um, what I've been Basically, for a long time, I've been backing up artists that I produce for. And then the past couple of years, I've been trying to push my instrumental future bass. Um, Dude, I love future bass. And I do that. And it's like a live PA, too, right? You kind of get out there with your drum machine. Yeah, like, but what differentiates me is I'm not a DJ at all. So I don't play anyone else's okay. music. But I have two, three hundred all original compositions that I do. Amazing. Live mashup remixes. I play live percussion, electronic drums, and um, any other instrument I can get my hands on. Do you have like a hand shaker? I got shakers. Uh, nice. I got, uh, that's I one have, that Frank's real good at. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> awesome at the hand shaker. <laughs> really good. Yeah, right. Kind of, you know, little sticks. To yeah, or what's that like awesome. those, sometimes it's like a fish yeah, that yeah, you can like a, scrape. A widow, that's yeah. called. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Widow. Yep. Um, I'm good at those yeah. rhythm instruments. A little triangle. We got a triangle for you somewhere. Yeah, I have a triangle, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Triangles are dope. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, so I'm trying to line up stuff for the summer right now. But uh, Do you have a cowbell? I have a, two cowbells. You have two cowbells? I have a tree. I have okay. a block tree with three blocks and two cowbells. Nice. And chimes, cymbals. To Stefan Taylor, a.k.a. Bionic, thanks for coming out, man. We really appreciate you being on almost 20 questions with fresh baked cookies and thanks for listening we'll catch you next time